This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. The Today is a special day. It's the Hilula of Rabbi Yitzchak Abersera. Yitzchak Abersera was the uncle of the Babasali and he was murdered in uh, the south of Morocco and thousands and thousands of people go there every year to... Uh, to pray by Yeskever and to see Yeshuot. So one of the beautiful ways of dedicating his Torah, I thought, is we're going to say two divrei Torah that he writes, and then we'll also speak a little bit about Shovevim, Shovavim. So there's a pasuk in Dvarim that says the following, Adonai Elohei Avotechem, Yosef Alechem Kachem, Elef Pe'amim, Ve'yivarech Etchem, so Moshe Rabbeinu tells Am Yisrael, Hashem should bless you a thousand times. And He should bless you like Hashem said He would bless you. So Rashi says, what's going on in this Pasuk? When Moshe Rabbeinu blessed Am Yisrael, He says, I'm going to give you a thousand brachot. They said, Moshe Rabbeinu, you're giving a limit to the brachot. Hashem already said that you can't even count the brachot. That, that Hashem is going to give us. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, no. The thousand is from me. But Hashem, He's going to give you a bracha kasher diber lachem. That's what Rashi says what was going on in this pasuk. So the Mepharshim ask, so what did Moshe Rabbeinu gain? I mean, he didn't answer their question. He's still giving them a bracha that has a limit. He's only giving them ke'elef pe'amim. And really, he could have given them something with no limit. So it says Rabbi Yitzhak the following that the Torah started off, what's the first letter, letter in the Torah? Bet. Bet symbolizes Olam the world of creation. And that's why the Torah starts with Bet, that we were, we were given Olam and Olam is where all the Nishamot are. And that's a special bracha that, that, uh, that, that, that we get, that we're in the Olam but then there's a world that's even higher, which is called Ulama Atsilut. That's the highest level. And Ulama Atsilut is the Nishama of the Nishama. So Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I want to give you brachot that are in the world of Atsilut. And how do we know that? He wants to say like this, Moshe Rabbeinu, Adonai Eloyavotechem Yosef Alechem Kachem, Elef Pe'amim. Elef is Gematria. <coughs> Nishama me'atzilut. That's what, that's what Elif is. I want to give you the highest bracha. So since Moshe Rabbeinu, since B'nai Israel heard that Moshe Rabbeinu wants to give them this highest bracha, so, so they said, they, they said, uh, uh, we, we could get so much higher, we could go, we get chayav yichida, which is, there's five levels to this nishama. There's nefesh, there's Ruach, there's Nishama, and Chaya and Yechida. Chaya and Yechida is the highest that people don't usually get to. So when they heard that they, could, that, that, they, that, they, that they could get to that, we, Moshe Rabbeinu, we want Elef Pe'amim, which is Olam Ma'atzilut. Hashem could give you something that you have no limit where you could get to. You could get to Chaya and Yechida. And when it says, Yivarech etchem ka'asher diber lachem, the Rashid Tevot of the Pasuk of Yud Alev Chav Daled Lamed is Gematria Chaya Yechida Imakolel. So says Rabbi, says, says Rabbi Yitzchak that 
when Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Am Yisrael, you're going to get a bracha that I'm going to give you that you could get to the Nishama of Nishama. But then you want to get to even higher? That's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what the Pasuk means. That's one Dvar Torah. Another very relevant Dvar Torah is written in the Pasuk like this. It's also in Dvarim. Ki tomar bilvavcha Rabim agoyim ha'ele mimeni echa uchalea rusham lo tira mehem zachor tiskor et asher asadun ha'elucha leparo lechol mitzrayim. What happens over here? That a person gets scared. He sees that all of the goyim are coming against him to take over him. What is he going to do? Don't be afraid. There's a deeper meaning to the pasuk. There's a gemara in Masechet Sukkah that tells us that the Yitzharara has seven different powers. Like it's written in the pasuk in Mishneh, Ki Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vekam. Tzadik could fall seven times. Why seven times? Because there are seven kochot to the Yitzharara. Just an example is the Satan is one of them. Yitzherara is another one of them. The snake, Nachash, is another one. The Malachamavet is another. There are seven kochot to the Yitzherara. The Torah is coming to tell us if a person wants to make sure that he's never going to go down into the Yitzherara because Rabimhem, there are so many Yitzheraras. There are different types of Yitzheraras. You have a Yitzhara to tell you this is kosher. Another Yitzhara to tell you even if it's not kosher, you should have a fun time. There's another Yitzhara that's going to tell you that it's, uh, that, that, that it's just too hard. It's going to, uh, the Yitzhara of depression, a Yitzhara of, of, uh, of, 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 of being, being always in a state of litzanut, of, of making a joke about everything. So when you, Mimeni, when you're going to say there are so many of these Yitzharas again against me, what do you have to remember? Remember what Hashem did to Paro to Al Mitzrayim. Because we were in the 49th level of Tum'ah. There was no way of getting out. There was no worse than being in the level of Mitzrayim. There was all the Klippot, there was Samael, and all of his powers that were able to be Midgaber on us. And even and despite the fact that there was all these kochot, Hashem took us out. So if Hashem took us out then, He can take us out also from the Yitzhara. So that's what it means in the Pasuk. When you go, when you, when you say in your heart, there's so many goyim, how can I, how can I be delivered for them? Don't be afraid. Remember what, what Hashem did to Parol Mitzrayim. If He took them out, out of the four ninth levels of Tumah, he can also take you out of all of the clutches of Yitzhara. I just want to say a few words on Shuvavim Rabotai. These are important days where a person is able to, is able to reach high tikunim, specifically in the area of Kedusha. The Arizal in Sharuach HaKodesh, Tikun Chavzain, discusses particularly how a person is able to rise above the, uh, the, the, uh, how a person is able to make tikkunim during the time of Shovevim, especially the tikkun akeri. Very, uh, it's very difficult tikkunim. It's 84 fasts, and some of them have to be straight in order to get to the 84. So it's not always 84 days. Sometimes if you do two days, it's, uh, it's worth 27. If you do three days, it's worth 40. And it's, uh, it's a very rigorous process. And those are for people who are on a very, very high level. Uh, and people who are very high level. Uh, I think we spoke about in the past that the Ben Ishchai and others suggest that if somebody fasts one day and he gives a pidyon and he gives money instead of the uh, 84 fasts and he, he prays one day fully, 
that is also has a, a resemblance of a tikkun. One of the areas that I, I, I researched in the past, what people would do for a special tikkun during the time of Shuvavim, it's written in the Sefer Noeg Bechokhma of Rabbi uh, Yosef bin Naim from the city of Fez. And he writes that in Fez what they would do is that they would fast on Mondays and Thursdays of the days of Shuvavim. And then they would have a special tikkun that everyone would come together and they would do a pidyon nefesh. They would, uh, they would redeem the nefesh. I have in my book, Maganavot Yoridea in the back, how exactly to do a pidyon nefesh. But that, that's how they would do There was other places that they would do a tikkun karet. How would they, the, the Arizal writes how to rectify karet in his Sharuach HaKodesh, many different ways, how to rectify different ways of karet of a lot of fasts, sometimes rolling in snow. If, uh, well, we don't live in snow over here, but those who live in snow, roll in snow. Ask the experts how to do it. That's not what I'm coming to tell you. But the, in, there was a special tikkun done called tikkun karet, which is also written in the Sharuach HaKodesh, the, the Ben Yishchai in Torah Lishma, has a teshuvah, I think it's Siman Tafyud Zayin, how to do the tikkun karet, which is basically a person stays up all night and he learns. There was a special said that how they learned. Also in Morocco, they used to do tikkun karet. It's very common to do it on the Motse Shabbat of Aseret Yemit Teshuvah or on Thursday night, which they would stay up all night basically and they would learn different sources of Mishnayot, of, uh, of, 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 uh, and, and basically the tikkun is staying up all night because if you warmed up your body to Avera and you, Chas Shalom or Chayev Karet, so when you're staying up all night and you're causing sufferance to your eyes, so that rectifies of karet. Every karet is one sin. Now, karet is a rare occurrence. Karet doesn't happen on every avera, right? It's, but, but the averot that are most common for karet that we could stumble upon are two, are Shabbat and Nida. I mean, the rest are like marrying your sister, this, God forbid, uh, you know, that's not relevant to us. But, but, but the karet that could be relevant to us is anything to do with Shabbat and anything to do with Nida. And if a person, if a person strains himself, and every time you stay up at night, uh, on Shavuot, on, on Hoshana Rabbah, some people even stay up at Lel Shvi Shel Pesach, there's a special tikkun to read. And in that tikkun it's read, Ubischud Shinadinu Shinameenenu, in the schud that we kept away, uh, sleep from our eyes, Hashem should forgive us. That, uh, that's called tikkun karet, and that a person, uh, is, is mitakena virot. Rizal writes this, and it's not only the Rizal, there's other, other great Mikubalim wrote this, and they, and they, um, and they, and they discuss how this has the power to be mechaper avonot. So once again, Shovavim is a time of Kedusha v'tahara. The Arizal writes a very specific uh, seder in the Yeshivot HaMikubalim in Yerushalayim. They grow through the seder. Others who are not ready and not on that level of, of all the kavanot and all of the fasts, some places they would, they would fast on Mondays and on Thursdays. I saw in a sefer called Yesod Ma'aravir Birefailo Chana that he writes also in Italy. That's what they used to do, fast Mondays and Thursdays. And even though that's not how the Arizal wrote it, but it shows that people want to, want to arouse themselves to, uh, to, to Kiddushah V'Tahara and that's also listened to by Hashem. So the main thing is during these days, if a person is not exactly able to do the Siddur of the Arizal, if he takes upon himself a fast during these days, it's also beautiful. But if a person takes upon himself extra, extra limits in Kiddushah V'Tahara, that's why the Ashkenazim of Minag, they learn the laws of Nida during this time because that also rectifies if a person is involved in learning uh, uh, the subjects 
that, that is already mitaken himself. So these are important and auspicious days. We still have weeks left of Shovavim, Shovavim to increase our Kedusha level, increase our Tahara level. With that, Hashem should listen to our Tefilot. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.